0: Welcome to episode 340 of Live Happy Now. This week, we're celebrating Thanksgiving, and of course, that makes it a fantastic time to talk about one of our favorite subjects here at Live Happy, gratitude. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and we've got a special holiday episode for you this week. For starters, I'm talking with Dr. Greg Hammer, a professor at Stanford University School of Medicine, pediatric intensive care physician, and creator of the GAIN method of discovering happiness. GAIN is an acronym for gratitude, acceptance, intuition, and non-judgment. And he says it can help improve your physical and mental well-being. He's here to tell us what it does for us, and then Live Happy's own Casey Johnson joins me to talk about our ongoing gratitude challenge and some cool new stuff in the Live Happy store. So let's get started. Greg, welcome to Live Happy Now.
1: Thank you, Paula. Great to be with you.
0: This is going to be a really fun conversation because even though we talk a lot about gratitude on the show, we usually talk about what it does for your mental health. And I love the fact that as a doctor, you're able to come at it from a different point of view because you combine the mental and the physical health benefits of practicing gratitude.
1: There are certainly studies that link a practice that includes gratitude to stress reduction and a reduction, therefore, in all the adverse effects of stress. So, yes, there are studies linking gratitude to physical well-being. You know, gratitude is a part of mindfulness practice. And there are lots and lots of randomized controlled trials looking at mindfulness and health benefits. And so I would include gratitude in that same category. And there are definitely studies where gratitude is central in a practice, generally a mindfulness practice that produces health benefits.
0: Right. Now, how did you start getting interested in this? What was your own personal journey that made you start exploring gratitude as a vehicle for better health and both physical and mental?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's a lot of Factors, a lot of arrows sort of pointing in that direction. I've been kind of a lifelong fitness enthusiast, both physical and spiritual fitness. I've certainly had my ups and downs like everybody else. We convened a program called WellMD at Stanford in response to the growing tide of burnout amongst physicians and other healthcare professionals seven or eight years ago. And I joined that and began to really dive into burnout and chronic stress, which is the cause of burnout. And began to specifically study what therapies and what approaches we might embrace in order to diminish chronic stress. And the more I read, the more I realized that gratitude is a part of that. And, you know, the more I read, the more I learned that our negativity bias and our obsessive way of thinking about past and future contribute to chronic stress. And many physical undesired effects of chronic stress. So I think it was all sort of came together from a longstanding interest in wellness to perhaps synergy with the WellMD program and, and my interest in, in burnout and what we can do to become more personally resilient as a, an approach to diminishing burnout. And gratitude just comes up time and again as central to that process.
0: Yeah. So, how did you then develop the gain method?
1: Well, as I said, I, I kind of began to drill down on what are the elements that contribute to stress, and therefore, what might be the cures. And the more I read and the more I sort of meditated on this topic, the more I began to realize that gratitude is certainly central, it's central to our happiness. You know, you can be poor and happy, you can be physically challenged and happy, but you'll never see someone who's ungrateful and happy. So that. Oh, wow. That's a great. That is a great point. You know, the the central nature of happy of gratitude and our happiness certainly became clear to me. And the other elements just sort of declared themselves as well. One is acceptance. There's a formula in my book, which is suffering equals pain times resistance. And, you know, we love formulas and medicine. Suffering equals pain times resistance. And I realized that we have pain as a part of our life just as much as we have joy, unfortunately. But if we accept the pain and the stimulus for my focus on acceptance was probably the death of my son at the age of 29, four years ago. Mm. I really had to sit with that and and think directly, how can I? decrease the suffering I'm experiencing from this loss and that suffering equals pain times resistance relationship just sort of occurred to me that the pain is the pain, but the more we resist it, the more we suffer. And conversely, the more we accept it, the less we suffer. So the pain is there, but if we lower our resistance towards zero, then our suffering is reduced towards zero. So This just occurred to me as an approach for me to cope with this loss. And so I incorporated acceptance right next to gratitude as really essential to happiness and a presence practice. Intention also came to me. I have to say that one of my heroes is John Kabat-Zinn, who's Mm, really the father of mindfulness practice. And he defined mindfulness as awareness of the present moment on purpose, non-judgmentally. And the on-purpose is where intention comes into play. And I began to realize that the two factors that prevent us from being happy are our negativity bias and this issue with thoughts of the past and future. And so it occurred to me that through purposeful attention to these ways that our brain is wired, we can actually rewire our brains. Knowing that our brains are very neuroplastic, that means they can be modified. I take care of a lot of babies and children, some of whom have brain injuries, and it's remarkable how they can rewire their brains, obviously, without not thinking about it, but an injury to one part of the brain can be modified favorably by other parts of the brain sort of taking over the function of the injured portion. And this is called neuroplasticity. Well, another manifestation of neuroplasticity is that we can rewire our brains through intention. We have to do it on purpose, because our natural brain wiring seems to be imbued with this negativity bias and past and future obsession. So intention just kind of came to me as I really focused on happiness and reduction of chronic stress. And then as John Kabat-Zinn said, mindfulness is awareness of the present moment on purpose non-judgmentally. I began to appreciate to a greater and greater extent how much we are judging everything around us all the time And because of our negativity bias, we judge ourselves most harshly and negatively. And again, you know, these elements are all interrelated. We can learn to be less judgmental or more non judgmental, if you will, but we have to do it with purpose. So, gratitude, acceptance, intention, and non judgment all, I think, are interrelated. They all form the nucleus of an approach to unhappiness, unwellness. Related to chronic stress.
0: So, in your opinion, how important is it to include gratitude as a tool for improved health? Like, as we, you know, we're coming up on the end of the year, people start thinking about their health a little bit more seriously. Although the last couple of years have made us think more about our health, but they do tend to start reevaluating their health around this time of year. So, how important is it to use gratitude as a tool to improve your health?
1: I think that all of these four elements can be the focus of, let's say, a daily practice to improve our health by reducing stress, allowing our bodies to function the way they're meant to function without the increase in adrenaline and cortisol and so on. And so I think this is a great time for all of us to refocus on gratitude. You know, it's so simple. No matter how bad we think it is for us, it could always be worse. I mean, we're here, we're breathing right uh, we all have much for which to be grateful i think that gratitude is the natural place to start toward developing a daily practice whether it's through just contemplating our gratitude or journaling i'm not a journaler for people that can write things down and refer to them it's helpful but yes i think that gratitude is a great place to start when considering how we can improve our overall well-being, both spiritually, emotionally and physically.
0: So you brought up a great point that you're not a journaler. And what is your favorite way to practice gratitude?
1: Well, again, I wake up every morning, open the blinds, do my morning hygiene and sit for as little as five minutes and do my gain meditation. And that starts with connecting to the breath, slowing it down purposefully And appreciating being grateful for the air entering my body through my nose and pausing and then letting it out without effort. And then I actually go to a specific contemplation of gratitude as part of my meditation every morning. So sometimes it's a very specific practice. And then I go down the list of things for which I'm grateful. People that I love that are near and dear to me. I'm grateful for my work. And I contemplate that a bit and it goes on. And then I move to acceptance intention, and non-judgment.
0: This is a great thought to end on, because as you mentioned, you lost your son. This is a time the holidays are coming up. It can be a difficult time for a lot of people. And even though we talk about gratitude, it can also there can be a lot of grief and sense of loss. So how do you during this time put gratitude first and how do you use gratitude when you do have a sense of loss?
1: All it takes is intention, Paula. All we have to do is remind ourselves that gratitude is central to our happiness. So let's go there with our thoughts every day. I don't think there's any other, anything more complicated than that. I think it just takes a personal commitment. All 7 billion of us want one thing, and that's to be happy. We have to be purposeful or intentional about that. And all we have to do is decide to do a brief morning contemplation run the list of things for which we're grateful. Do it in the morning, do it before bed, write it down if you're so inclined. It doesn't really take a lot of energy. And I think that the issue is baby steps, start with just a few moments of contemplation. And I think that the positive feeling and thought processes that gratitude triggers will cause us all to wanna do it more. And gradually through this daily practice, we find that gratitude has worked its way into our way of thinking and being. And so that we're referring to our gratitude many times during the day.
0: As we let you go, what is the one thing that you hope everybody takes away from hearing you today?
1: I hope that, you know, especially as Thanksgiving is upon us, that just as you suggested, Paula, that we can all make a point to be grateful every day, start in the morning. And I think this is a transformative and. You know, ultimately very, very simple practice, just develop a gratitude practice by contemplating that for which we're grateful every morning for a minute and then maybe three minutes and then maybe several times a day. So let's all get started with a very simple practice that will lead to enhanced happiness for everybody.
0: That was Dr. Greg Hammer talking about how gratitude can improve your physical and mental well-being. If you'd like to learn more or pick up Greg's book, Gain Without Pain, visit our website at livehappy.com and click on the podcast link. Now, stay tuned as we talk to Casey Johnson about the Live Happy Gratitude Challenge and how you can start your Black Friday shopping even before Black Friday gets here. Casey, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. It's always good to have you. (laughs) We wanted to have you on because it's Thanksgiving. And first of all, I'm just always thankful for a chance to, you know, spend a little time chatting with you. And I wanted to know what you're grateful for.
2: Oh, well, thank you. I always love chatting with you too, Paula. Oh, it's a love fest. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, what are you thankful for this
0: Thanksgiving? Oh,
2: my gosh, I have so much to be thankful for. But I'll have to say, you know, it's been an interesting year and a half. And I'm just grateful to have my health, a healthy family. I get to see them this week for Thanksgiving. Awesome. Um, Life is good. That's so great.
0: And, you know, it really does. I think, if anything, the last year and a half has really reminded us that, you know, family and health are everything. If there is a silver lining, well, there's a few of them, but the silver (laughs) lining is that I think a lot of people have come to realize that at a whole different level. Absolutely. We talk so much about gratitude here at Live Happy. And because of that, earlier this month, we launched a gratitude challenge
2: and that Seems to have gone pretty well. Yes, it's been going really well. People have been tagging us on social media. You know, we have an article up on livehappy.com. If people don't have social media and want to access the challenge that way. And, you know, I'll say it again, practicing daily gratitude, it, it gives us a deeper connection to ourselves and the world around us. And there's so many studies about just, you know, exercising gratitude regularly, how it affects our health, mental and physical. Can you remind us
0: what the gratitude challenge, like how we do it?
2: Yeah. So it's a 14 day challenge. You don't have to start the 1st of November through the 14th of November. You can start whenever you'd like. You can start Um, on Thanksgiving. Exactly. You can start on Thanksgiving, continue into December. I mean, you can even start in January, start off the new year, grateful. You know, it's not intended just for November.
0: Very cool. And you give us different things that we can do. So it's not just journaling because a lot of people, we talk about journaling a lot. I realize that it is effective, but you have... 14 different ways to practice gratitude. So can you give us just like an example or two of the things that you can do during the gratitude challenge?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one just super simple practice is light your favorite candle, you know, and just think about the scent and how it makes you feel and just relax. That's a super simple one. One of the days it makes you think about what foods you're thankful for, you know, how it makes you feel, you know, feeling your body. And it even encourages you, if you can, to donate, your favorite food or whatever it is to your local food bank.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. You and the team came up with some really great ideas. And I think that's why it's been doing so well is because it's a little bit different than what we normally see. And it's really a great way to think outside the box in terms of practicing gratitude.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That was the goal with this challenge. It was to give people something more specific that they can do besides writing in your journal, which again is great. I do that myself, but sometimes you just need a little push on how to get started.
0: And we're here to push you people. (laughs) That's right. So this is super cool. I did want to give it one more shout out before we wrap up our gratitude themed month of November. And so it was a wonderful time to have you back on. And I understand that you've been working on something else to make people grateful that you've got a special promotion for us.
2: Yes, so Black Friday is this week. We will be launching our sale tomorrow and it will run through Monday, Cyber Monday. So essentially it's the more you spend, the more you save. So if you spend $50, you'll get 15% off store-wide. If you spend $75, you'll get 20% off. And if you spend $100 or more, you'll get 25% off. And this all includes free shipping. Oh, well, there you go.
0: We like, And they need to buy it now because the post office is slowing
2: down. Yeah. Order now
0: so you can have in time for the holidays. (laughs) That's right. Well, this is great. This is fantastic. We've got some great new merch in the store. And I know that you had a big hand in getting that all together. What's your favorite new thing that you've come up with?
2: My favorite new thing are things I should say are the mental health buttons. I use those all the time. My favorite one is the be kind button. And I will have to say my other favorite item is our live happy black hoodie. It's honestly one of my favorite hoodies. And I'm not just saying that it's simple, goes with everything, can dress it up, dress it down. And that will be available tomorrow as well. Awesome.
0: Well, this is fun. Well, Casey, I appreciate you taking time out. I know you have so much going on. They don't know you're trying to get out of town, even as we're recording this. So I appreciate you getting, you know, taking time in your schedule to talk with me
2: and talk about gratitude. Absolutely. Anytime, you know, I love talking about gratitude. All right, we'll do it again soon. Sounds good.
0: That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.